Sustainability Unwrapped, a conversational podcast about responsibility, ethics, inequalities, climate change, and other challenges of our times, where science needs practice to think about our world and how to make our society more sustainable one podcast at a time. Hi, everyone. We welcome our listeners to another podcast episode of Sustainability Unwrapped, made by Hankin School of Economics. And uh, my name is Anna. If you followed our podcast for a while, you maybe remember previous episodes that I hosted about reuse and recycling of textiles. But today, um, we're going to shift the topic a little bit. We're going to still talk about reuse and recycling, but in Spotlight, we have electronic devices. So in particular, our smartphones and the refurbishing process. In this episode, I'm really happy to share a microphone with Felipe, an expert in this area from uh, Swapi, a Finnish smartphone and refurbishing company. So welcome, Felipe, to Hankin Studio. Hi, Anna. Thank you for having me. It's great to have you here, especially in such a foggy and rainy morning <laughs> in Helsinki. So um, I'm so curious about topic. So I'd like to start with questions right away, if that's fine. Of course. <laughs> Great. Okay, so I've got an impression that uh, these days people change their phones quite fast because, you know, there are so many new models, like new updates coming out. And uh, so it means that uh, these devices simply don't reach the very end of their life cycle when they are dying out and you can't use that phone anymore. And uh, I really wonder if this is true, that people change the phones often and what happens afterwards to these devices. Yes, that is true. Um, actually, uh, smartphones and small telecommunication devices uh, produce some sort of like a 4.7 million tons of e-waste uh-huh. uh, um, annually. And however, this trend is a bit changing. Uh, consumers now tend to, mm-hmm. to keep the phones uh, for a bit longer uh, or the devices. Uh, on an average, uh, people upgrade their phones in two years. But this is like uh, also something uh, that is changing due to the lack of innovation, uh, mm-hmm. higher prices, etc. Mm-hmm. I see, I see. So you said two years, and the trend is that the consumers actually tend to keep the devices for longer. Well, two years still sound really short for me because <laughs> like two years and you get a new phone. So it seems that anyway, the growing e-waste problem is still here. Yeah, you are right. Uh, the waste is the fastest growing uh, waste stream globally. Okay. Um, what we can read from the global uh, waste monitor, um, e-waste monitor in 2020 was that in, in 2019, uh, there was like a record of uh, over 50 million metric tons mm-hmm. of e-waste produced. And the problem of all this is that about only 17% is officially reported. 17%. Oh, I see. So what do we know about recycling opportunities in that case? Um, recycling, refurbishing, and reusing uh, the used devices is the most effective action we can do to to reduce the environmental footprint mm-hmm. uh, when it comes to electronic devices. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I see. Well, uh, recycling and reusing are the terms that are familiar to our listeners from previous episodes about textile. And um, to be honest, refurbishing is something very new for me as well, because this concept, what exactly it means in practice, that's still a bit of a question, because it's also so tightened to electronic devices and the electronic industry itself. So maybe you could qu- clarify for us what exactly refurbishing means and uh, it would be great to have some practical examples as well so we could get a deeper understanding of what it means. So um, a, a refurbished uh, device is a device that has some malfunction. It can be like a broken screen, uh, like a bad battery, like it doesn't charge anymore, speakers mm-hmm. don't, don't sound, mm-hmm. something like this. So a refurbished uh, device means that 
you take this device, uh, change or repair the, the broken parts or like the parts that are not functioning as, mm -hmm. as they should, and you just make it work as a new one. Mm -hmm. Basically, uh, refurbished devices work exactly as as, as a new one. So like exactly a new one. as a new one. Okay, that's really interesting because I thought that there might be some differences in quality, but maybe later we can have a discussion around that. Mm -hmm. uh, but what you just explained about the refurbishing process sounds me very like what Swapi is doing, right? So maybe you could tell us a bit more about uh, the business side of uh, Swapi, so how it is connected to refurbishing and uh, kind of give us a context in a way. Yes, exactly. That's uh, what the, the business model of Swapi is. Uh, we uh, sell refurbished iPhone devices. We we basically take all the old models of, of iPhone devices or used devices. We refurbish them and we mm -hmm. sell them to con to end consumers through mm -hmm. our website. Um, what we do in the company, we refurbish, reuse, and recycle uh, devices. And we our mission is to to change the behavior of uh, of the consumer uh, to make it to uh, more sustainable. And 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 the end goal is to make devices mainstream across across all the markets. What a wonderful mission! Yes, <laughs> <laughs> we see. And uh, well, uh, maybe a bit of a personal question, but uh, I'm always curious to hear the stories of people working for sustainable companies. <clears throat> How did you find your way to the industry and to your company? Um, that's a very good question. Uh, I since I was like a little kid, I was always interested <laughs> in some small electronics. Okay. Uh, then after my, after I was graduated from from the university. I started working for a Finnish company that was focused on on refurbishing spare parts and mm -hmm. other components for mobile devices. So that led me into different projects, and and I was uh, also back in Spain doing my my own business, my own project. Mm -hmm. Well, where I was like uh, refurbishing also screens for mobile devices, selling those to uh, distributors and repair centers. And for different reasons, I ended ended up again coming back to Finland, and, mm -hmm. and the opportunity to, of Swapi came up. And I think it was like a, the perfect match for me because it combined all the all the knowledge and experience that I had. Exactly. And the business model of Swapi was exactly uh, what I was looking for. And I think it was like the the perfect match for for me. Exactly. Sounds like that. That's a great story. I like that you had it since your childhood. You know, <laughs> <laughs> childhood dreams coming true. So. Um, now we have a bit more understanding of what Swapi is doing, and uh, I really want to dive in into the uh, value identification process, sorting, and also talk about the consumer perspective. And I think consumer perspective is something that is really interesting because it touches all of us. We are all consumers of uh, electronic devices. And um, of course, when I was preparing for this episode, I kind of reflected upon uh, my own consu consumption of electronic devices. and. Uh, I thought of selling my old beloved uh, iPhone 5S, uh, but then I had so much good memories and also data, pictures, messages stored on that phone. And uh, it made me feel so attached, uh, so I couldn't just give it that phone away. And of course, th I thought that the value of the phone is also so low. So kind of to end the story, I didn't sell the phone. Mm -hmm. It's still laying on the shelf with no use. And uh, I really wonder, like for your business, how difficult it is to get all devices back from the end consumers. Um, yeah, exactly. Your case is a very, <laughs> very common case. Uh, often consumers are not aware of, uh, of the value of their old device. Also, they don't know what to do with them and where to bring those devices. Mm -hmm. um, there is also like big differences from from country to country. Like some countries are more developed in terms of uh, selling the old devices or like uh, trading mm -hmm. uh, the old devices. Retailers or uh, mobile carriers are more prepared for that. So depending on the countries, uh, 
there are more advertisements. People are more aware of all these uh, opportunities, and mm-hmm. and and then uh, that's uh, that's what it really makes the, the, the big difference. And I hope you also like get the more proactive consumers than I am. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah, because yeah. yeah, exactly. There is uh, one one concept, so-called hibernation, which is means like uh, what you just explained that uh-huh. um, devices or consumers keep the devices uh, after the, the the end life, and it's often in a shelf, mm-hmm. and the phone still has like a some some life to to give to to other consumer, but it's just like it's staying there and, and not doing anything. Exactly, some layer. Well, that's actually a really cute way to call it hibernation. And then for the last two years, my phone been hibernating on my shelf. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, well, for consumers like I am, what could be the incentives uh, to kind of dust off uh, the phone on the shelf and bring them to Swapi for reuse and refurbishing? So the incentives for for consumers are often you can get some extra cash or vouchers mm-hmm. to use for for uh, other electronics. In the case of Swapi, you can you can sell the your old device, get some cash, and then use it when you buy the the new one when you upgrade the, the device. Um, also, depending on on where you sell the device, for example, if you go to a retailer mm-hmm. uh, or like a mobile carrier, you can you can give the old phone and they automatically reduce the price of the new one. So they like different options, and and uh, and and. Uh, but I think the most important thing is to be more uh, sustainable with the environment. So mm-hmm. avoid having those phones in, in at home is uh, something that we we should do and we should practice more. Of course, of course. Well, it sounds very attractive. I think uh, the idea of combining environmental impact with uh, economic benefits is uh, sounds very interesting, and. Um, I was still wondering how do you ensure a stable inflow of the products because it's so much depends on the consumer making a decision, evaluating the product and bringing it to swap. You know, a lot of uh, action demanding from the end consumer. And uh, okay, now I said stable inflow, but is it ever stable inflow or you have also trends and fluctuations in uh, how you obtain the used funds for your processes? Yeah, well, it's never stable or like 100% stable. <laughs> of uh, course. What is important when it comes to phones that we purchase from uh, from consumers is to offer always competitive pricing so mm-hmm. it's attractive for them. Uh, but when it comes to the supply, we purchase phones from consumers, as I mentioned before, but we also have other channels like from insurance companies, corporations, etc. So there are like always... Uh, Fluctuations, for example, when when there is like a new iPhone launch, mm-hmm. like a, we it happened recently last month. So we see that consumers tend to uh, trade in their, their old device faster, like models that were like two to three years old. Maybe we see like an increase and other models to decrease. So it, it really varies on, on, on what's happening in the market. And there are different factors that affect uh, to that. Of course, so it's never stable. <laughs> Not really, no. <laughs> I see, I see. Okay, and I must ask this question. So how the pandemic affected uh, your operations and the uh, like inflow of the used phones and also sales process maybe? Um, for the sales process, we, we didn't see like a big impact. Mm-hmm. It's more like uh, the, the sales were increasing because people were at home uh, mm-hmm. and they were able to purchase online. I see. So that was like uh, the... the, the 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 sell, selling price was not affected, but then on the on the supply mm-hmm. we saw like some, uh, for example, um, a, a decrease a decrease in, in 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 volumes. The main problem was that all the stores like retailers, mm-hmm. uh, mobile carriage stores, etc., were closed, so consumers were not able to go to these stores and and exactly. give their old device. So we saw like a significant drop in in terms of volume. Mm-hmm. I see. And Swapi doesn't have like physical stores. You always sell all the phones, refurbished phones, online, right? 
Uh, mostly, but uh, here in, in Finland, we have uh, two stores mm-hmm. uh, in Helsinki. Oh, that's interesting. Okay. I was wondering like, if people uh, could buy online, say, during the pandemic, they go to online store and buy the phones from there. Mm-hmm. Right. So, uh, as I understood, the refurbished phones offer competitive pricing and uh, also more affordable option than purchasing a brand new phone. And uh, in this case, uh, it's really interesting how you define the value of uh, used products because uh, I scrolled the web page a little bit, <laughs> uh, trying to uh, get ideas for the podcast and realize that you have different uh, like value levels. And uh, um, I don't know if that's actually reflect the quality. Uh, is this, in the, these categories reflect the quality of the phone that you will purchase at the end. So the question here that comes, how do you define the value of the refurbished phones and what is the sorting process that help you to identify that value behind that? Um, so all the devices, when when we get them in our warehouse in, mm-hmm. in, in Helsinki, uh, they the first the station they go is for the sorting. So we, we sort the phones depending on, on the model, colors, etc. And then they go to the check-in uh, phase where, where we can then decide whether the phone can be reused, uh, refurbished, or mm-hmm. just uh, recycled. Um, the the differences here is like the phones that can be reused is they're like just simply not false so we can just uh, sell them straight away of course we do all the data erasure we clean the phones and etc and and the ones that can cannot be reused either are refurbished we just change the parts that are not working or simply uh, re- uh, recycle and for the recycle part uh, sometimes we are able to reuse uh, mm-hmm. part of these phones like for example cameras uh, or or screens that can be used for another device I see. So there are kind of three categories, the ones that can be reused as such, then the, the ones that need to be repaired or refurbished in a way, and uh, the ones with no value. Um, and then uh, I really wonder, like, are you able to reuse and refurbish all of the phones from the first two categories? And uh, of course, what happens to the ones that you can't and the, the ones that have no value? Do they also find some sustainable way to end their life in a way? <laughs> <laughs> Um, this is a quite interesting question uh, because uh, when about 50% of the phones that we receive can mm-hmm. be reused, as I said, they pass all the all the processes same as uh, any other phone like uh, data wipe, uh, cleaning, uh, checking, etc. Uh, but then the rest of the phones are either refurbished or or, or recycled. Mm-hmm. The refurbished ones uh, vary a lot. What kind of uh, components we need to change? Sometimes it's only the battery. Sometimes it's uh, the screen. Sometimes it's the the speakers. And, and then answering the, the last part of the question, like what happens with those that cannot simply be refurbished? Uh, first, what we do is like we open the phones, we try to save as much as we can. Mm-hmm. Uh, some, uh, Pick so up we, some parts of it, right? Exactly, yeah. We can take some of these parts and use it in another device. And then the rest just are uh, recycled with our uh, mm-hmm. certified partners. Mm-hmm. That's really great to hear. So you talk try to take maximum from each phone and then whatever you can't recycle or use in the way you take it to your partners that uh, have some control over their recycling processes. So it's great to hear. And um, so once the phones are checked and you've done necessary checking of uh, or repair exercises, uh, I think they are like ready for new owners. Mm-hmm. And as I understood the differences in the condition and price level and something that I mentioned before on your web page. So you can buy a phone of different uh, price level. And uh, when consumers are looking into those differences in condition and price, doesn't mean that if I get a lower grade phone, it will be working worse than the one that is higher level grade? Uh, no, all the phones, regardless of the grade, exactly as, as a new one. Um, 
the consumers, as you said, when they go to the website, they can find uh, different options. Mm -hmm. uh, phones that are like new, very good uh, grade, uh, good or acceptable. Uh, it's important to know that all these phones work exactly the same when it comes as a, as a functionality. Exactly the like uh, they work like the good battery, uh, the, all the components mm -hmm. work like the new one. But the differences here are the, the outlook, the outside part of the phone. Like uh, when you buy like, a phone with lower grade, what you will find is that there are like some scratches, some mm -hmm. signs of use. But this is something that is not affecting the, the performance of the phone. Of course, of course. So it's more like a cosmetic issue. So how your appearance, how the phone appearance would look like. Okay, that's extremely interesting. And um, well, now I have to ask the question about mindset of people buying uh, such phones. And also, as you mentioned, that there are different categories of appearance. It might be also interesting to reflect uh, on customer segmentation by these grades, if of course possible. So if you just tell me who, like about uh, your consumers, who are they? Who are these people? Yeah, I can I can uh, say a bit what is the, what we see, what is the tre the trend of buying refurbished devices. So, mm -hmm. so uh, swappy customers are mostly young adults. Uh, we focus on 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 young people that are willing to to buy their first phone, like uh, maybe on a, maybe a more affordable uh, option. Then we also have a good example, like young parents willing to buy their phones mm -hmm. for for the kids. So I think the it's good for them to 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 buy this. Uh, a bit cheaper options, uh, like uh, but phones that are still uh, as new, you mm -hmm. know, and, and phones that are having like a really good performance, so they can they can really uh, utilize these phones for for uh, for whatever they need in the, on their daily lives. Mm -hmm. um, what is really interesting for us is that we we see, for example, last year seventy five percent of our customers were customers buying f uh, refurbished devices for the first time. So this is like a creating more and more awareness, and, and we see that the trend is changing here. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, I completely understand the point about uh, uh, parents buying phones for their kids, because uh, one of my friends exactly bought a phone from Swappy, uh, saying that my kid's going to break it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so it does happen. And um, well, awareness is definitely rising, and I think it works pretty well that you have this uh, environmental incentive and the economic benefit for people. So young adults will definitely be looking into that uh, aspect, because it's uh, good for their pocket, <laughs> for their wallet as well. And uh, basically, it's also bring this awareness is rising. So people do care about environmental impact that they make with their consumption habits. Um, so it's generally amazing to see that people are exploring and switching to sustainable alternatives. And I hope not only young adults, but then also other uh, categories of consumers will join the sustainable forces and buy refurbished phones. And uh, what I was really wondering is uh, how this affecting or going to affect the market of new electronic devices in general. Uh, because uh, it feels to me as a market disruption. So there's a new player like Swappy coming in and then sell selling refurbished devices at a lower price. So in that sense, what is your outlook towards the future? What do you think about it? Um, the future is looking uh, promising for, for the refurbished and secondhand electronics industry. It's growing very rapidly and, and the consumers are changing their behavior. So what we are seeing here and the statistics, statistics are saying is that by... Uh, uh, it's becoming already by 2025 uh, like a 40 billion in uh, dollars industry. Oh, wow! Um, and yes, that is that's really a big change, mm -hmm. and and this is caused because consumers are changing uh, to a more responsible behavior. Uh, they are looking for options that are better for the environment, and also the the industry is getting more organized with companies like Swappy offering better options for for consumers. 
I see. I see. Well, similar insights we see from textile industry as well as uh, new secondhand options uh, and companies are coming into the industry. And also we're looking into more reuse and recycling opportunities. So uh, industry is becoming organized in terms of their supply chain. So I can definitely agree with that uh, here with you. And um, you mentioned that the consumer profile will be changing towards more responsible behavior when it comes to purchasing and disposing electronic devices, smartphones in particular. Um, in this case, I think it would be great to have a summary of key takeaways from our discussion. And uh, the kind of focus of these key takeaways, I want to be on uh, becoming a more sustainable consumer of electronics. What can we advise people so they can rethink their behavior and uh, make a shift towards a better consumption uh, behavior? Um, the first thing that I would uh, advise is to recycle or sell all devices that you have at home, just sitting on, on the shelves. Uh, you can get some extra money and, and then save the environment at the same time. Um, my, my other advice is to buy uh, refurbished uh, devices in, when it comes to smartphones, uh, just by switching from a new one to a refurbished device, you can save uh, like about 70% of, of the CO2 emissions because most of these emissions happen during man during the manufacturing process. That's a lot. And and the last advice that I could say is like uh, to start purchasing refurbished, uh, other, other, other refurbished electronics as well, not only the smartphones, but any, mm -hmm. any other uh, electronics. Mm -hmm. Probably also laptops and anything like exactly. that. Exactly. You find all the options in today in the in the market and there are like more and more options. And, and this is like a trend that is changing and, and mm -hmm. will keep increasing. That's amazing to hear I, because I was, uh, of course, I get to know Swapi through uh, prepare, preparations of our podcast, but uh, it would be great to know also other options for other electronic devices. Well, uh, Thank you very much, Felipe, for uh, our discussion today. It was really interesting for me to take a shift towards uh, the electronic devices from a usual perspective of textile industry that I'm uh, studying in my uh, research journey and also doing the podcast. And uh, I hope our listeners find this conversation useful. I really like your key takeaways of beca for becoming a sustainable consumer. And uh, we, I really hope that this trend will continue to grow and uh, we will see more shift towards responsible uh, consumption in the end. On this note, we are reaching the end of our conversation. And uh, I want to thank Felipe for being here with us today, sharing your insights and amazing experience from refurbishing industry. Thank you very much, Anna. It was a pleasure. <laughs> amazing. So we thank our listeners for being with us today, and we hope you stay tuned for more episodes with Sustainability Unwrapped. <laughs>